0: Welcome to Act Two by Choosing Him Ministries with Tisha Jaynes and Andrew Hate, a place where life stories are told, encouragement is shared, and hope is found. We are so excited today. We have Naomi Duncan with us. Hey, Naomi. Hi guys. Hey.
1: Welcome, Naomi. Um, Naomi Duncan is a licensed therapist with um, Headway. She's also married to um, a very funny man, Alan Duncan, and has two beautiful girls. Um, that have kept her on her toes and provide lots of laughter for those of us who've had the pleasure of being around them, for, uh, watching them grow up. They're just amazing daughters. But Naomi, uh, we are thrilled to have you on here. We have watched you um, just build relationships very intentionally over the last several years that we've gotten to know you, um, mainly with the kids. Um, and so I think it's a very appropriate time to bring her on today as we talk about the second act, um, not only with your personal life, but as you have also counseled people through the pandemic as well. Um, so let's just, just kind of dive in. Um, is there anything you would like to add to the bio that I've kind
2: of left out? Well, I didn't know if we wanted to mention my role at the private school or not. Absolutely. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the one I worked with you yes. for 10 years. So I was, I was, doing that I was actually
0: gonna add that too. I'm yeah. like, we kind yeah, of, sorry, we all have known each other for how long?
1: It's been probably about, well, at this point, no, because we worked together nine years and then it's been, I've been gone for a couple of years now. So yeah,
0: it's probably 11 years. Long, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a hot minute decade. It's been good. But yes, Naomi works at a private school in Peachtree City where um you can just tell us a little bit
2: about that. Oh, it's the most wonderful place. I took my own, my oldest daughter out of public school to have her go to school there. And it's just individualized education and it just gives me the chance to really just reach these kids wherever they are. And um, I don't ever feel like we have to box them into any sort of style of learning or any way of being. We just adjust to whatever their needs are. And it's just, it's an amazing group of people. It's a—it's just a, a wonderful place to work.
0: Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. As
2: you guys know. Yeah, we well love know, it.
1: Love it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's dive in. Um, Let's talk about you personally first. And as we talk about Next Act, because we've all been talking about this for a little bit. Um, What, now that your daughters have graduated, or one's in college and another one just graduated and is now in college. So you're an empty nester. Yeah. Next season has lots of opportunities. So what you thinking about that?
2: Yeah, it's really crazy. And uh, it just seems like whenever I run into people and they're like, how's it going? with your kids gone, they look at me real sad. And I'm just like, um, <laughs> I love life right now. <laughs> and like, I read into somebody the other day in a Mexican restaurant and she, when I said that, she was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I saying? felt very judged, but um, you know, I just, my children have always come first for 20 years and to have this period of time where like, I can come home and I don't have to structure anybody, redirect anybody, you know, make sure people are okay. Make sure, you know, it's just, it's so freeing. It is so, I, it, I'm just so happy. My husband and I are having a great time together. We, we just do whatever we want. We're like, hey, let's go for a golf cart ride. Let's go watch the sunset. Like, it's just, I love it. I love it so much. I'm shockingly, I thought it would be hard, harder than it is. Mm -hmm. And although I definitely do hear from my girls quite a bit, just not having them in the home, I just worry less because I don't have to be the one who wonders if they're home or not because I don't really know what they're doing. So it's been very freeing.
1: What do you think the difference is between, I can tell you, I'm probably gonna have a really hard time. I probably won't be jumping up and down next year when Olivia leaves. So what do you think the difference is between finding that freedom to become who you want to be mm-hmm. and do and what you want to do and really feeling like you've just lost a part of your, your right limb when your child leaves. What, what, how do you, do you have any advice on how you got
2: to that point? Yeah, I mean, I really do think it's about making sure that you continue to have something that feeds you separate from your children and your husband and your home. You know, that you, you have something that brings you joy outside of being a mom. And I think the women who have the most trouble with empty nesting are the ones who just fully, 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 fully get all of their satisfaction and joy and reward from parenting. And when you don't have other things to bring you joy, it's hard to find purpose. And I think it helped me to, to have, I know it helped me to have work that um, was a place that I could do life with people that I just adored, where I felt like I was making a difference in other people's lives. And, um, and to be able to do that without doing it full time and still feel like I was there for my, for my girls Mm -hmm. was huge for me. And then, you know, Alan and I have actively worked in our marriage and, and we've tried to have fun together separate from our kids. And, and so that also has helped because a lot of people just kind of look at each other when their kids are gone and they don't really know why, like what to do anymore. And we we've always had fun. We just never stopped having fun together. And so now it's like, we can have fun and not have to be home at any certain time and do whatever we want to do together. And it's really nice. That is so great. Good, good
1: advice. Yes. Good advice there.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So like,
2: even if, even if you don't have a job consistently, if you have something that you can just find value in for yourself, even if it's just once or twice a week that you volunteer, you do something where you feel like you have a purpose and, um, I think that would help a lot. Okay, so moving
1: on a little bit from that. So this past year you have um, been counseling virtually through the COVID with lots of people. And um, what is the hardest life lesson that you have had to learn as you've helped other
2: people navigate through theirs? Wow, that's, that's hard. Um, I mean, I've really had to learn how to balance um, just the overwhelming, grief that I have seen Mm -hmm. um the feelings of just shaky ground is the best way I could describe it during this time that like we've never seen before and just the amount of pain and fear and loss and just things that I that I've seen at school and then after school when I'm counseling it, it can be a lot and um so, and I had tend to be kind of super, super, almost too empathetic. Mm-hmm. I absorb a lot of other people's fear and pain. And so that would definitely warn me. I mean, I did not have, you guys know, being close to me, that it, I didn't always feel happy like, like I do now. I mean, I went through a really difficult time, even when I was counseling, um, you know, put on weight, was in, in the house during quarantine and just really struggling uh, with trying to figure out what's next and and how we were going to get through all this and just feeling very powerless. So I think just finding something to look towards for me was very, very exciting. and Something that like I could say, you know, my life is not over because my kids are gone and my life is not over because we are quarantining. Like I can still look towards, even though I'm old. I can still look towards possibilities for this next part of my life. And like, what can I do? And it's actually Andra who kind of gave me permission almost um, in a, in a talk that we had where she was like, why couldn't you do that? Because I didn't think I could. I, I was like, well, that I, that part of my life is over. Like I have that chance and now I can't. And she was like, well, why couldn't you? And it was very, soul opening for me where i finally could go you know what i actually could like why couldn't i have an adventure so uh yeah that brings me to my adventure i guess yeah it does right. <laughs> what do you want to tell us about
0: that cuz i i vividly remember that conversation we were sitting at Ted's in Peachtree city and we were talking and yeah you kind of shared a little bit and like opened your heart up about you um which i'm not going to remember everything specifically but maybe in college you had an experience on a dude ranch and you kind of fell in love with that area of the country and that kind of, you know, like kind of seeing God in that moment. Cause I remember that's exactly what you said. You said, I feel closer to God when I am staring out at a sunset in the West more than I've ever felt even like here, of course we're sitting yeah. in beds, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> um, but yeah. So tell us about like, what that experience was like, and how, how I'm going to try to get
2: back to that again, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I I grew up in Atlanta, and then I, I was always very much a homebody, and, and then I went to college, and ended up going to University of Georgia with people I knew, and ended up graduating, and working close to home, and I, I just, I was working in a career out of, <clears throat> out of college, and I guess I was a late bloomer because in my 20s i was finally kind of like you know what i got to get out of this i got to leave home and so i quit my corporate job and i went and worked on a dude ranch out in wyoming middle of nowhere and it was just life-changing for me it just helped me to figure out who i was and what i wanted and when i came back was when i um, got a job at a psychiatric hospital and i just wanted to go into mental health i wanted to help people i've always wanted to help people And so um, that was when I decided to go back to graduate school. And I was kind of like, well, if I'm going to have to go to school, why not go back out west? So I went to the graduate school in Denver and then um, got my master's in social work and then back to Atlanta area. And I've just been doing clinical um, counseling since then. Um, But the west has always been in my heart. It is like where I long to be and um, went through a depression when I got back from being out west and I just think I was kind of forcing myself back into a place that maybe I'm not supposed to be and so that was something that was kind of something Andra said to me she said you know maybe the reason you're feeling restless or unhappy is because the Lord wants you somewhere else and um I don't know that just really resonated with me and and uh I started thinking about, you know, why not just go out to Utah, work in a group home, work in a children's home, be house parents, like just go, go. And I came home, told my husband and he just kind of looked at me. And then he was like, if that's where you feel called, I'm, let's go, I'm with you. So we've been talking about it, we've been planning and trying to figure out what's next for us, Um, right? You want me to go on in that area? Absolutely. Okay. So what we're, what we're talking about is, is um, selling our home right now and, and, and trying to just kind of finish out the year with our work. Uh, I don't like to leave my teenagers at the school um, behind too quickly. So we're trying to kind of wrap that up and we're either gonna just build something very small um, to rent out when we leave and we'll buy an RV and we'll, we've decided we're just gonna kind of go and jump in there and just kind of see where we land um and we are open you know, we want to travel we want to go see we've got our little bucket list map hanging up on our porch and we talk about where we want to go and what we want to do and and it just it gives me like this energy and hope and excitement about what's next for us and so um we're just going to we're going to travel for a bit and then we're just going to see where we land where we want to settle down and um, could be back in Georgia, it could be out West, it could be up in North Carolina. We don't, we don't really know, but it's actually a really cool feeling to not know. And, and to just keep talking through like, what do we want and what's going to work and what's not. And, um, it's just super
1: exciting. That is very exciting. Uh, there were a couple of things that you said in there that I think people can really take away with. And one was purposeful and intentional. Mm-hmm. And while you've given yourself freedom to land wherever God you, which is exactly what we need to do in the Christian walk. Mm-hmm. But to realize that your time here is is limited, mm-hmm. that we have a, a certain time and whatever season God allows us to stay here, mm-hmm. but you're going to be purposeful on that. You've, you've planned out where you want to go and where you want to be and what you want to do together. And that is such a huge lesson for us in our Christian mm-hmm. walk. And so we don't know how long we have here. We don't know mm-hmm. um, the impact that we can have um, but that's a choice that we have to make is, are we going to be purposeful and intentional Absolutely. with the relationships that God has put around us? And, mm-hmm. um, you know, he'll land, his Holy Spirit will direct us and guide us and move us where he wants us to be and where he eventually wants us to land. Mm-hmm. But along the way, it has to be a purposeful and intentional life that we are looking saying, God, who do you want me to meet today? Where do you yeah. want me to serve today? Where do you want me to go? And then be willing to go. Yeah. And we're living that out right now. And it's a real. Yeah cool visual of that
2: yeah and I don't think that people and I think I need to be you both of you are very helpful to me to um listen to those restless feelings I have and listen to that discomfort and that that could be the Lord saying move do something Mm -hmm. change that that discomfort that that don't don't just sit with it don't necessarily resist it but on it and ask like why am i uncomfortable why am i restless what what's going on where where do you need me Mm -hmm. and um it's it's very cool
0: well and not only that but like honestly like let's just face it like for the listeners who may be outside of our area we live in the bible belt i mean we just do and there is a lot of cookie cutter christianity that comes from that and like it's hard sometimes to feel like, okay, well, God is calling me to do X, Y, Z. And it looks totally different than what I've ever seen kind of, you know, mirrored to me. Mm -hmm. And so I think to be intentional and to really listen for God to kind of show you, and if that doesn't look like everyone else that's okay. Absolutely. It's your Absolutely. own
2: walk. Like your own walk is it's yours. This for
0: you. It's yours. it's yours. Yes, it's yours. And, and I'll tell
2: you, it's, it's very, I'll tell you another thing that changes, you know, I have a small shop that I do for a hobby. And, um, and normally I, it's important to me kind of what, what surroundings look like. I'd like things to have some kind of artistic or fun kind of flair to them is just that visual part of me. But as soon as we decided what we were going to do, like everything in the house looked different to me. I wanted, I was like, we don't need that. We don't need that. We don't, nothing is needed anymore. Like the furniture isn't important. The rug isn't important. None of those things that like people want to have around them to show others, it just so not important anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I we just been purging. I mean, I'm poor Haley, like as soon as she moved out, like her room is like, she's like, can you wait until I leave to <laughs> just a little bit. I'm taking those shoes with me, mom. Don't throw them out yet. Can you not take my pictures off the wall yet, please, Mom? So
1: I mean had her baby book as she walked out the door to go to college. Right. <laughs>
2: So like my house is just getting emptier and emptier. And and the more that happens, the more excited I get, and the more I start feeling like this really is happening. And of course there's fears involved, but like I don't feel like I have any certain way to be or any certain path to follow. I do not think that I have to do that. And the only thing I feel like I need to do is make sure that when our window of opportunity has closed and we need to be around for our children for whatever reason that, that we are where we need to be. But other than that, it's just exciting. So I have cat hair. <laughs> You're fine. Yeah, that is
0: very exciting. It is. So just what is your advice for someone who God has laid on their heart a pathway that doesn't necessarily look like everyone else's pathway, and it may be a little scary and it may be different. What is your advice on how to proceed with that and how to, I guess, discern yes. what to
2: be done? I mean, I, I would say keep talking it through with people that you trust, people that you know are going to tell you the truth. Oh, my cat. Sorry. <laughs> people that you know are going to tell you the truth, people who know you well enough to know. I mean, talk it out, talk it through, pray on it, but t- just keep talking it out with the people who know you and the people you trust. Great advice. It's good. It's good. Have to keep just praying it out,
0: talking it and out, let
2: go, let go of the expectations that you might have put on yourself um, in your life before that time, and and don't do the comparison trap. Don't don't look around and go, well, I should be this or I should be that or I, you know, I'm supposed to be this or I'm supposed to be that. No, you you have to follow what is where your piece is and where your soul needs to be. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm that's so important i mean i know this sounds so silly to even say but like i keep just thinking about david and goliath which is totally different than your situation i get that but just the fact that he was so little and he was not what they saw coming you know what i mean like and he and god was leading him in this way and he was obedient And so many great things happened, And I just feel like that with you, like it doesn't always look the way that people think it's going to look. A lot of times, majority of the time with God, it doesn't look the way we think it's going to look. And he shows up in amazing ways and gives us tools that he knows we need and that we are able to serve his purpose and be the light in the darkness. Just for him, it's amazing.
2: And I feel like sometimes people, I remember like in my life, I, I have often wished that I had more signs more obvious signs of what I was supposed to do or that God was there or that my dad was with me or whatever and I would get frustrated that people would say oh I can feel the Lord and oh I just knew the Lord was talking to me and I'd be like well why don't I know how come I don't hear that and so I mean I would just say that like that 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 moment that I finally started feeling hopeful and excited, I've never felt anything like that before. And so that wasn't how I anticipated um, what was right for me or what I needed to do through the Lord's eyes. That's not at all how I thought it would feel, but that probably was what was going on for me. It just felt like a lot of clarity and hope. Mm-hmm. And so I would say that it's different. it looks different for everyone. It looks what they hear and what they see and how they... Feel the Lord talking to them is probably different for everyone.
0: Absolutely, absolutely.
1: Good, very good. Uh, Naomi, you are doing counseling on your own right now, which will enable you to take it out west with you when you go to. say, don't get me
2: wrong; we're not like we're not independently wealthy, my husband. (laughs) I'm sure there's people that are listening. They're like, oh, that's great. You can just go travel and not work. No, 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 no. Like I'm going to have to keep working. This is not a vacation. Like I will be working. He will be working. He has his own practice. He's a, he's a financial advisor, his own, own practice. And, and I just started with a company called Headway and um, they're based, it's basically my practice, but they are, they do, they're actually an amazing company because they're very, um, they, they're very much in the helping field. Like we want to help find a way for people to have good therapists without having to pay $150 a session. Most therapists don't work with insurance companies because it's just too too much paperwork. It's too much resistance. And, and so you find that a lot of good therapists will only take self-pay and that's very expensive. And so there's a lot of people out there who have insurance who, who don't end up getting good therapists because what I just explained. Mm-hmm. So this company was like, that's not right. We should try to find up a, a way for people who have health insurance to also see good therapists and make sure that those therapists are also paid well for their experience. And so they just connect the two. They, they work with the insurance companies and they, they put the clients in and all the clients have to do is pay their copay, and they get to see uh, an experienced therapist. So Which it's called wonderful. Headway. It's huge. Um, you go out less, you'll get to be able to do that. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, if our people
1: want to connect with you, once you hit this road journey, I, and I hope this little plug here that you'll kind of like put yourself on Instagram, we can follow your uh, journeys, the journeys of Naomi, of Naomi uh, I mean, and you Alan, you know? teach me how to use Instagram. And then I will, okay, we'll do that. Cause okay. I would really love to be able yeah, to follow the absolutely. journeys and the, the adventures of Naomi and Alan. Uh, but meanwhile, if the listeners out here are like, yes, that's somebody I feel like I could really connect with and,
2: like most of all of us that need some therapy and how could they reach out to you? Okay. So the name of the company is Headway. And, and when you go to the website, it's actually headway.co. So it's not calm. It's just CO. And, um, you can also email me, reach out to me, uh, through email, and that's Naomi L Duncan at gmail.com. And, um, and then the, the, um, the number you can reach me at is 770-421-5535. All right. Perfect. Thank and just you. to
0: let you guys know, our listeners, we will have all of this linked in her uh, bio for her podcast. So you can find all that information and contact information there. So, and again, and i love
2: working with teenagers. I'm sorry, what? I love working with teenagers. They're my favorite clients.
1: Teenagers Thanks. in actual age or in maturity life? Because
2: <laughs> that could be me. Don't answer that. That's why, I get along. That's why we all get along so well. <laughs> oh, what I'm saying. All right.
0: But yes, yeah, so definitely uh, check out our website, which is choosinghimministries.org, and you will have all that information on there for that as well. So.
2: All right. hey, this was wonderful thanks. thanks for having me you guys
1: thanks for being on here thanks. Naomi well that wraps us up for the um, today's podcast of act two podcast and remember whether it's your act two three or four it's yours own it and let God use it take care bye guys